Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Is that the right song? Yes. Yes, we're talking about Looney Tunes. <laughs> Probably should have asked that before we started. <laughs> I was halfway through it, I'm like, wait a second. Is that the right song? <laughs> yeah, stop sounding correcting me because I was singing the wrong tune or the wrong um notes anyway we're talking about looney tunes we're talking about bugs daffy yosemite porky uh foghorn tweedy sylvester we're gonna talk about them all staples of our childhood beyond gi joe beyond transformers beyond mask uh beyond he-man it all began maybe even beyond amazing uh, spider-man's amazing friends and super friends oh absolutely if i had to pick a cartoon that i i would say like i probably really grew up on it's got to be Looney Tunes or Merry, Merry Melodies, whatever they call themselves. But it was a cartoon that came out like you know way before we were born. But it was still playing all the way up, like you know, all the way up and through high school. It was it was always on TV, you know. Yeah, it always felt like there was all there was always, like whatever time you would turn the TV on, there'd be a Looney Tune on. Yeah. And it was weekdays in the morning, weekdays in the afternoon after school, weekend Saturday. Uh, you can always find a good Bugs Bunny cartoon. And they're on so often, and we watch them so much, like, they become part of our, like, who we are as people, you know. I I, our, I think most of our first introduction to classical music was from from the Looney Tunes. Yeah, without even realizing you're listening to classical music. Right, because, and, and well, I, without realizing you're listening to, like, these huge popular pieces of, of, of uh, classical music, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, right. To just music uh, composed for the for the different episodes, um, but you know what's crazy about Bugs yeah. Bunny? Like, if you had to think popularity wise, like to me, I mean, here's a weird thing: Disney's huge today, of course, you know, mm-hmm. and Disney and Mickey Mouse was, you know, at the same time as Bugs. I could care less about Mickey Mouse when I was a kid. You know, I mean, I didn't follow anything that he did at the time. You know, I mean, there was nothing really uh, interesting to me. And Bugs Bunny, it was everything was Bugs Bunny. I mean, even remember there was that Warner Brothers uh, store that they had where they had like clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, I mean, when that came out, I was floored. I was like, oh my God, there's a Warner Brothers store. You know, and that that resonated way more than than the Disney store that they had at the moment. Well, I think, I think what it was was, you know, Mickey and Donald and all that. They were just, I never liked their cartoons. Uh, I, think I couldn't they were name a Mickey really... Mouse cartoon right now. If you're asking, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I probably, well, maybe one or two, but I just, I just think that they were really for kids, and they were made for kids. Where mm-hmm. Looney Tune had, even as a kid, I mean, you had all the violence, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, no, I mean it was. I mean, I, you know, I know the world we live in today, but. You know, I watched that growing up. You know, Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes, Three Stooges. You watched it, I watched it. We're 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 okay, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't I don't know how much that had to do with anything, but I mean, the violence is what made you laugh as a kid. But I think the reason we were watching it in high school, and or you know, we leave it on TV if it was on in high school, and we watched it as kids was because there was always it just got funnier. Like it, it, it was so so many layers of funny. Yeah. You know, as we got older, we were discovering a new layer. I mean, it was always there, but some things that didn't make us laugh when we were eight made us laugh when we were 16, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the jokes in there, there were a lot of adult themes and, and adult kind of jokes that went way over your head as a kid because it was a cartoon. But yeah, mm-hmm. when you watch it now, you're, you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? You know? And you, you see a different perspective of that cartoon. But, and, but Bugs Bunny, man the best i mean the absolute best i don't i mean I don't, can you name a kid or anyone that you know that just didn't like bugs bunny that's you know in our age bracket it's hard hard to find i think no no and i think in a head-to-head battle bugs always beats mickey yeah uh, bugs was sarcastic he was sarcastic he was he was smart he always had the upper hand on whomever he was uh uh 
You know, did we ever see uh, Bugs Bunny lose? Ooh. I don't think so, right? I would maybe maybe once. <laughs> maybe once. Okay. Yeah, but that, yeah. that was not a common thing for, for something to happen yeah. to him, you know? But yeah. I think he, he was just too. I think he was that. Oh, gee, everybody. You know, like that kind of guy. No, you're, you're right. And Mickey Mouse was really strictly for the kids. I mean, like, I remember one time, because my, my, my nephew works at Disneyland, and he was, you know, he understands, like, the Disney history and stuff, and he says, if it wasn't for The Little Mermaid, Disney actually would have really sunk because they really weren't doing anything. And The Little Mermaid, I think, put them right back on the map again. And what what right. was The Little Mermaid? That was, like, 90s? or 89. 89? Yeah, no, like, 89. Yeah, yeah. So prior to that, what was Disney? I mean... As a kid, it was the Mickey Mouse Club, you know, and maybe a couple of Mickey shorts uh, of cartoons. But I really, I mean, I maybe I could remember some, but I don't remember as a kid wanting like, oh my god, Mickey Mouse is on, I need to watch it, you know? Yeah, I, well, I was never like like we we're saying, we we're never. I was never a Mickey Mouse Disney person, um, but yeah, I loved. I love the I never liked Daffy, but I think I think you're not supposed to. I mean, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 but, absolutely. Uh, but you're right, Bugs. Everybody loved Bugs. Everybody, Bugs was like Ferris Bueller before Ferris Bueller. You know? <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. He can do no wrong. Me. Everybody loves him. Right. He would talk uh, to the TV. He talked to the viewer sometimes. He could talk his way out of uh, situations. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, Looney Tunes was just, and they were good two, three minute cartoons, and like we talk, you know, we talk about the classical music and just the the, the humor, the um, it was just, I, and we always knew it was going to happen. When Bugs and Daffy were in a show together, we knew it was going to turn into duck season, rabbit season. <laughs> you know, when, when obviously the Roadrunner and, uh, um, Wildy Coyote, uh, Coyote, Wildy Coyote, we always, we always knew it was going to happen. We still sat there, we still watched, we still laughed. Uh, Sylvester and Tweety, and, um, oh, what was the skunk? Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew, yeah. Yeah, like uh, you knew that the black cat female cat that he was always chasing would somehow some way always want it with a white stripe on her back accidentally that's hilarious stuff man. Uh, but we were watching though it's 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 not like they were shocking us or surprising us but they were just well-written cartoons that just made you laugh and what's crazy is the the voice it was mel blank right that the one that did bugs yes voice. He, he did like what 90 percent of all the characters or something like that yeah. yeah, I saw this. I saw this video recently. Um, it was other voice actors talking about um, Mel Blanc, and mm -hmm. they were saying one of the hardest things because, like that, it's like the voice actors marvel at it, and and they're like, you know, laymen don't understand how hard it is to do when you know they talk about what specific thing Mel Blanc did. Yeah, and they don't understand how hard it is for to do. So they were talking about a cartoon where. Bugs was imitating Daffy and Daffy was imitating Bugs. So Mel Blanc, who did both voices, Mel Blanc, who did both voices, he was, so he was doing Bugs, he had to do a voice of Bugs imitating Daffy while oh. keeping kind of the Bugs personality. That's and, and And he had to do the other side too, Daffy imitating Bugs. And he pulls it off flawlessly where, and they, they're saying, um, you know, if we when we try to do that with two or he's like uh, one of the guys was one of the voices on the Simpsons and like and I try to combine two of my characters, it doesn't say you know it sounds like uh, it doesn't sound right. Hmm. You know, so um, Mel Blanc, yeah, man of a thousand voices. Um, That's nice. And who's who's the uh, who, there were two guys mainly, right? It was Mel Blanc and who's the other guy that was involved with the tunes? Is he one of the artists? Was it Chuck something? Chuck Jones. I'm thinking yes, that's thinking it was, was it Chuck Jones or, or was that Tom and Jerry stuff? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, like Tom and Jerry. That's like, like what a great time period for like cartoons, right? Tom and Jerry, um, Heckle and Jekyll, those guys. Uh, you can watch those, those those things all day long. Nope, Chuck Jones is. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was associated with, with uh, Warner Brothers. Animator, filmmaker, cartoonist, author, artist, and screenwriter. Best known for his work with Warner Brothers cartoons on Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a great. And, and the funny thing is, you know, Tom and Jerry, Woodpecker, they all kind of, um, uh, I don't know, competed with each other, but Looney Tunes always stood above it all. I yeah. Think, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. The characters were fantastic. W were there any characters that you gravitated to? Or or, or if they were uh, on screen, you were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good episode. I always liked the Bugs, obviously, a Bugs episode. Um, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, uh, let me see. I freaking like Foghorn Leghorn, that guy. Such a wise ass. Did you like him? I did. I did. Because he was such a jerk. <laughs> He's, yeah. I like I like the um. And then he had a little uh, like a nephew, or his name was Egghead. I think it was like a little like a little chick. Yeah. Uh, he's got these. Big yeah, I like the, remember remember the chicken hawk. I used to like the chicken, the chicken hawk. hawk yeah. The chicken hawk. Was great. I don't like him chicken too. Hawk. I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I wasn't a big Roadrunner and, and uh, Coyote fan, uh -huh. but that was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most I like. I didn't like early. Remember when early Daffy was like really crazy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, he was really, really, like, super crazy. Like, he was even drawn <laughs> kind of differently. Like, the first. Yeah. Bro. I didn't like that Daffy. I like the, the other Daffy that Bugs used to just abuse. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tweety and Sylvester were always fun. Tweety and Gonzalez was fun. I don't know. I like the Mar Marvin Marshall I love. Duck Dodgers is one of my favorite. Anytime Duck Dodgers and Marvin Marshall. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 That's great. Who's your, your favorite? I mean, I, I like. I, I guess it, it, it must have changed over time because I remember gravitating towards um, Yosemite Sam after a while. I thought he was pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. I think in college I was into Mar uh, Marvin the Martian for some reason. I think it was popular at that time period. I don't remember. Yeah, Marvin was Marvin and Taz went through a. Oh, Taz, uh, yes. Renaissance, I think. <laughs> like, um, well, people and, were getting uh, tattoos of, of those two particular characters. Right, like it was a big yeah, deal to like get the Tasmanian. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it was there. Like, cool. I even at that, if you remember when we were in college, uh, McDonald's was putting out like Looney Tune. You know, with their Happy Miller, they were putting out uh, Looney Tune figures with superhero outfits on. Oh yeah, I think it bugs with Superman. Yeah, and, um, I had the Tasmanian Devil. He was Taz Flash. Yes. Oh yeah, I, dude, I totally remember that. It was like a cl yeah, I think clip I on had clothes. Taz. I think so. Yeah, I think I had Taz. Oh, right on. Like somewhere, and um, I think um, Daffy's probably Batman. I think or something like that. Probably. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, Marvel Martians has when we were older, people more gravitated to. Um, I don't know why. That's, you're right. People were getting tattoos of them, and that was before everybody and their mother was getting tattoos. Yeah, but like, it was specifically tattoos. those two: Tasmanian yeah. Devil and Martian, uh, Marvel and the Ma 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 that dude, uh, just those—they were really popular in the '90s. I—I I don't know why, because it wasn't like there was. Maybe there was a new cartoon they came out with with the two. I'm not too sure. But they, they, well, they, I um. Well, there's Tasmania. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I can't believe it. We, we, we can talk about that later. Um, the legacy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they. I don't know what they did. I think. Well, I think Tasmanian Devil was kind of was like kind of cool. I think maybe. You know, you, know, you looked at bugs and you looked at. The other guys is kind of still childish, you know what I mean? Right. No, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Could be something. I don't know what Marvin's thing. I mean, the dude's got a skirt on, so I don't know if that's about. But... <laughs> he never saw his face. He just saw these eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he had that voice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Story. All right. Do you have any favorite um, moments or episodes like uh, that that you always remember or watched a lot and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's 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 three scenes that I think popped to my head when we, when we were talking about doing this show, and there's mm -hmm. one where it actually stars uh, uh, Daffy Duck, where you know he comes out and he's you know doing a. Th What's funny with these characters is that Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny, even though they're characters of like a rabbit and a duck, but at the same time they also portray themselves as I'm an actor also you know like they're playing oh, yeah. roles where we're actors and one of the episodes is uh Daffy Duck he's he's on the scene and you know I forgot what it was I think he's out there like like he's um like one of the three musketeers and the background changes he's like hey what's going on you know and so like the background would change and then his clothes would change and 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 then he started talking to the viewers like, hey, buddy, come on. What are you doing to me? And it turns out the very end was Bugs Bunny as the artist. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. You remember so that episode? Keep, yeah. yeah. So they keep messing around with him. And... Right. And, and Bugs is yeah, like. It's really a one person episode, right? It's it was. Daffy. It was. <laughs> yeah. And I think Bugs ended like 
ain't I just a stinker? <laughs> yeah, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, good memories? I did. Well, I mean, uh, I don't remember what it's called. A night at the opera or something like that. But just oh yes, Bugs Bunny and Elmo Fudd and Kill the Wabbit. Yeah, I just love that. And he dresses up as Brunhilda. And yeah, it's just it's just a great great episode. There's so much fun stuff going on. Like he just you know as usual makes Elmo look like a fool. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, years and years later, you just remember, kill the wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That one and had, like, a like, movie yeah. feel to it. It was, like, way bigger than its typical shows, you know? Yeah, I think it was longer than usual, and it was kind of grander. I think the music really helped sells it, you know, because it's very it's a very operatic, you know, classical music. And they, yeah. they, they shift the dialogue to go along with the, the two, the, the, the music, and it's, it's just great. It's just a really good um, – <laughs> But him and Elmer, or him and, and Yosemite, they had some of the best episodes. Like, like I said earlier, anytime Yosemite, Daphne, and Bugs were together, you know, as many times as you see Duxies or Rabbitsies and Ducks, and he fools them, you, <laughs> it's just fantastic. And then, you know, he gets shot, and then, it, I, even as a kid, I'm like, well, he's getting, he, he's getting shot. He's not getting, like, holes or anything. I'm like, he shoots him, and his bill spins around his head. That would happen when you get shot, though. Great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's one of my. Uh, I love that. I, I don't know why I think it's called that job. It's probably like something else, like a different name, but similar to that, like yeah. the, the cartoon or something. Oh, absolutely. There's one episode I remember, and I don't, I don't know the name of it, but it has something to do with. I think Bugs Bunny was talking about like these gremlins on a plane and he's like, ah, what's gremlins? And he finds his, his way onto a plane itself and the plane flies and hijinks happen. And then I think the plane starts to crash or it starts to like make a free fall down to earth. Right. And he's just like, Ugh, like he's melting in the sea and he's, he's like, you know, turning green and stuff like that. And that whole feeling of, of like free falling it, I think mm-hmm. what I get when I'm on a roller coaster, I think that's where I got that from. <laughs> you know, that's like it, that, that sick look. And, and right before the plane's going to hit the ground, I think it, it said, uh, like, the gas went empty. Like, it just ran out of fuel. So it just stopped. <laughs> it just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it stops. <laughs> yeah, it just stops. It just stops because it ran out, of, ran out of gas and stuff. And it just, like, you know, like an inch right to the ground and stuff. But that whole look on Bug's face, I'll, it, like, it's etched in my brain. The terror in his face and how nauseated he was getting it, it, was, it was so good yeah. yeah i don't remember that one but it sounds i love that gag like it just runs out of gas and stops falling yeah like oops <laughs> <laughs> it's funny stuff um you shared a funny one with me it was the the monster yeah i love that one i was gonna i was just gonna talk about that one his the monster name was uh gossamer that's right um, yeah, because they made a Funko Pop of him. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, Gossamer. But it's it's just a barber scene where, you know, again, the monster chasing bugs around and bugs. All he has to do is put on a coat and put a pair of scissors in his hand. The monster thinks he's a barber or a hairdresser. <laughs> and then he winds up like, shaves him down the middle. He gives a reverse mo. <laughs> where he puts all the hair tonic in his hair and gives him a perm. He perms the sides down, I think, is what I split. He parts it. Well, maybe he didn't shave them. He parts it in the middle, and then he then he curls the sides. Yes, it's right. Funny. It's so funny. And that that's one of those, um, I guess he's in a haunted mansion or something like that, because like, the gossamer's chasing him around. Those and, episodes, um, dude, used to scare me as a kid. Yeah. Nah, seriously. I was I was scared. <laughs> that that guy and the witch. Do you remember that witch? That, that bugs my name? Oh, witch, witchy poop. Oh, no. Yeah, I know he's talking about the witch. Yeah, well, they drew her like a real... Yeah, dude, she, like she scared witch. the hell out of me. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, but, I, I mean, I would be scared, but, you know, bugs always get the best of them, so... Yeah, yeah. That was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. There's another one, I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like... Oh, gosh, it was like a mobster. And, like, they're hiding out in the house... And it's something like, oh, the cops are coming. Go hide in the oven. Right? Do you uh, just stole my man. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on. Yeah, that, that's a good he one. He goes, if he was hiding in the oven, <laughs> yeah, but I could right. guess on, oh, you might. I bet you might. 
First of all, I love that the cop's Irish. <laughs> well, you might, I bet you might. And he goes, if, all right, well, if he was hiding in the oven, would I like this match? <laughs> well, you might, I bet you might. <laughs> if he was out the oven, would I throw this lit match in you? And he just blows it up. He goes, okay, rabbit. <laughs> that's it's, that's a great one. I love that one. There's one He's where like the uh, uh, Bugs is wrestling. Right, and he's you know he got Bugs Bunny, you know Bugs Bunny's tiny and skinny. He's got these big uh, like wrestling trunks, and the dude that he's wrestling, I think his name is the Crusher, and he's like ten feet tall, huge and stuff, and, <laughs> and Bugs just beats his ass. I love it. It's good stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can watch well, these Bugs things all day. Bugs with claw anvils and hammers and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is that we were talking about this. Like, I don't know that they're on TV anymore. Unless they're on like a meat team or something like that. Ooh. Um, Good. I and, don't know. I don't. Th- I have not seen them on regular television in a long time. No, neither have I. And a lot of them, a lot of the older ones, especially ones in the forties, mm-hmm. uh, are considered racist now. Um, and I, I think you and I have probably seen. You've definitely seen the race, but what is considered racist ones, right? Because I remember when when. When he when it was World War Two and he was fighting the Japanese and you know they would call him Japs and they'd be drawn oh, yeah. very you know with the teeth and things like that. And I'm only speaking for myself. I never watched that and said, "Oh, all Asian people are like that, or all Japanese are like that." Same thing. With, I'm not saying the caricatures are correct. I'm just saying I never got that message from it. Right. Right. And I never got the message about you know and 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 the you know when he's in. Remember the one he's with the cannibals and he's in the pot. He's trying to get out of the pot. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, that that I think nowadays that's considered racist the way they drew the the natives. Oh, um, really? But again, I never took from that. I just you know they're cannibals. That's all I took. From. Right, I, right, I never, right. So I never took like a like oh all people like this or like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, so you don't get to see those things anymore, those episodes. But so I don't know what happened. It's weird that they can't kickstart it again. I mean, because remember, Space Jam was huge. Yeah. Well, they're making a Space um, Jam too. Yeah, well, LeBron. Space Jam 1 was in like 93, I think, right? Something like that? It probably could be, yeah. Yeah. So, um... I just think it's, uh... I, I don't know why they're not on TV as much anymore. Mmm... Well, cartoons today maybe are just different. You know? Yeah, like what they yeah, can, what, so. what they consider funny, you know, like um, like here's a good example. I'm eating a Reese's, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> like the shows, like The Office, right? Dry humor. Some people get it, right. some people don't. And Bugs yeah, Bunny, yeah, I guess so. like that. Well, look, like, Looney Tunes is very sarcastic, very yeah, very uh, dry. But of course, that was the smartness of it. But it also had the basic stuff of the violence and the. And the hitting and the you know uh, just the silliness of, I mean they, they they would do whole three four minute episodes on a on a on a bird being chased by a coyote you know right and there's no the you know what's great about those the Wiley Coyote episodes was that there's no talking in any of them right that's right like it's all visual and sound effects yeah you know yeah to the point where even Wiley Coyote holds up signs right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, I love it. He just runs off the cliff and he just... Oh, yeah, that's one thing about uh, Wildy Coyote and uh, Roadrunner. I remember in physics class, my teacher... Ooh, what's his name? Mr. Plowski brings up the TV. Yeah. <laughs> so he brings out the TV. You know, when he, when, he, when he starts rolling the TV on the cart, you're like, all right, we're watching TV. And he puts on Bugs Bunny, uh, specifically the Roadrunner. And he says, okay, I want you guys to write down all the rules of science that they're breaking. You're like, what? <laughs> you know, so, the, you know, how they defy gravity and things like that. And, right. Oh, my God, it was endless, absolutely endless when you're watching a TV show like that. But that was the humor behind it because you understood, right. your brain understood that all this stuff was wrong. But that's why it was so funny. Well, there's that absurdity. It's the absurdity of the Roadrunner painting, at, uh, you know, uh, uh, like a, oh, not a cave, but like a, like a hole, like a painting a room. Or a hole on, yeah. on a rock and running through, it. and then Wally Coyote tries to run through, it and, he, and he hits the wall. You know, <laughs> awesome. it's it's so absurd, but it's yeah. so funny because you know part of part of humor is the surprise of it. You know, and, and yeah. that's what these cartoons do. They always surprised you, and um, 
Yeah, it was that that brand of adult humor, and I think I think kids to I don't know. I can't I can't comment on what kids watch nowadays. I I mean, I turned on Cartoon Network or Disney Channel, not Disney. That's because they, they stick to like the superhero stuff a lot. But I put on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or whatever, and I don't know what the heck I'm watching. Like, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm definitely a child of the '80s broad, like Rugrat. You know, it's it's currently '90s are coming back in style, so it's all it's all Nickelodeon stuff, Rugrats and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fernberries or thornberries, whatever they're called, and all these things—odd, real monsters. I, I didn't get, you know, I didn't have a problem watching cartoons as a as a young adult, but I couldn't get into any of these shows. Um, uh, and I just think, I think a lot of my sense of humor was formulated via uh, Looney Tunes, Three Stooges. You know, my dad was a funny guy too, so I think, I think there's some inheritedness there too. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm a comedian, um, but I think it, it's definitely informed by by what I watched on TV growing up. You know, the movie, you know, Abbott and Costello, Dean Martin, and Jerry Lewis, those kind of things that I remember watching a lot as a kid. And Looney Tunes is right up there with, I would, you know, if, if anyone were to ask me, you know, where my sense of humor comes from, I would definitely put Looney Tunes on that list, along with my dad and all these other things I just mentioned. Yeah, I wonder, um, could, could could Bugs Bunny and, and all those cartoons, could, could it hold today? You know, like when you're, you know, when you have a baby, right, and, and a lot of these parents buy, let's say, DVDs or, the, you know, the plug-in Netflix and stuff, you know, Bugs Bunny is not the go-to thing that you see anymore. If anything, it's going to be Mickey Mouse stuff, you know? I wonder right. if... Well, the funny thing... Uh-huh. Go ahead. I just don't know if it if it if it holds for the younger viewer today. If, if anything, it, it probably appeals more towards the adults, you know, because of that different kind of humor. And nostalgia, but so yeah. Yeah, I don't know if like young kids, like if you were to go to like you know fourth grade classroom and play Bugs Bunny, would they get it, or would they be? Because there's there's one thing about like generational stuff, right? So you know, you and I were like Gen X. And like the, the new group of kids today, uh, were they like Gen Z? They're considered very intellectual, you know, because the the amount of information they're getting at such a young age is literally at their fingertips. And so I'm wondering right. if because of that, that knowledge, not saying they're smarter, but they're just exposed to more things at a younger age than, than we did. Maybe these right. kind of jokes just don't do it for them, you know? That's a great question. I don't, I don't know. I mean. You ever try to show your daughter uh, a Looney Tunes? You know, you I get did. Her opinion on? She so I've had I've had played like older shows, and she'll get it, but she doesn't have that love for it either. And I think you know when you and I were when a lot of us were kids, right during the eighties, when we only had yeah. what NBC, CBS, three or four channels, yeah, three yeah. Or four channels, and we didn't get like the the like the cable vision of a thousand channels. You know, we were really stuck with watching Bugs Bunny all the time because that's what was on. You know, we had no choice, really, but it was still good stuff. And nowadays, these, you know, kids nowadays, they gravitate to not just TV. It's like, I think their thing is YouTube stuff, you know? Yeah, I I, I believe that, absolutely. But I think also uh, what might have been viewed as a downside of only having those channels really helps us because... Like I said, I was never a huge Wally Coyote or Roadrunner fan, or, or um, uh, what was the other one? I, uh, the Scott, the Pepe Le Pew fan. But mm-hmm. you, you know, you have less choices. You're gonna keep stuff on, and you learn. You know, as I get older, I learn to appreciate those those cartoons. Yeah. So I think you're when you have so much choice at your fingertips, you can kind of get myopic and, and tunnel vision because. If if I had the internet when I was a kid, I mean, if you if you keep everything the same except you you have the internet and all the information available at the same time, right? I I, I would have seen nothing in my life besides GI Joe. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I got you. Mm-hmm. I would watch the episodes. I go online. I read up on them. Like, you know what I mean? I do all that stuff. My whole life would have been GI Joe. But would you be a GI Joe guy? Would GI Joe be as big as it was? Now you know, like like you said, if you had the internet back then. Would it still be that interesting to you? Um, I don't know, man. Because when I was a kid, a little knowledge was very dangerous for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. a great question, man. I got to. I mean, not to get off track, but on Tubi, T-U-B-I, uh, they have they have all the seasons of GI Joe and Transformers, and I've been watching 
some G.I. Joe stuff. And oh, really? they are, they were, some of them are really well written. I was, I was, I was like, I was watching, like I was getting back into them, like, oh man, this is like a good story, yeah. like good character development. There's this one episode where Scarlet kicks butt, and I'm just like, why do they make it a big deal now that women are kicking butt? I'm like, they've been doing this since at least the mid '80s, you know. Oh sure, um, sure. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. It's a good question about whether I would have been as into GI Joe or whatever, but. What I was going to say, the, the genius, one of the genius things about Looney Tunes and Mary Melodies is, you know, later on all this uh, research came out about how classical, you know, the Mozart effect and, and classical music and children and building brains, you know, to the point where Baby Einstein created a whole brand on it. Um, mm -hmm. They were doing that and they didn't even know it because, like I said, they were playing all this classical music and we were listening to it. Right. And in a weird way, it was growing our, it was, we did, it was so sublime that we're we're sitting there as kids watching these cartoons for the the knocks on the head the anvils you know uh, you know foghorn leghorns you know getting beat up by a small you know uh, chicken hawk just that's what we're watching for but we're absorbing all this other stuff we're absorbing the sarcasm we're absorbing the dry humor we're absorbing the adult humor we won't understand until we see it later you know in life um and and obviously the music, if it's if you believe the research, it's it's doing something positive for our brains. Well, yeah. ironically, that's that's what brought brought down Saturday morning cartoons, right? They were saying like, oh, cartoons were actually bad for us. That it was rotting our brains, you know. And and slowly Saturday morning cartoons disappeared on us. Yeah. So well, I think also cable and twenty four hour cartoons. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the world changes yeah. uh you know like you said the information and stuff like that um but yeah it's it's just um you know i don't have kids but if i did i'd definitely watch the tunes with them yeah yeah you know so and, and the thing about looney tunes is they you know we, we talk about how they're not around anymore at least for us right uh or we don't see them on tv as much anymore mm -hmm. but i was watching Warner Brothers cartoons, and, and it's one of the reasons the Warner Brothers stores were. I mean, there was those four, there was that four or five year period, mostly when we were in college, when Warner Brothers stores were huge, and they were, I mean, they were selling, uh, they were selling you know individual animation cells, they were selling you know obviously plush toys, slippers, robes, anything they could stick any of their products on, and went beyond. You know, they also had the DC Heroes license, so you know they had a lot of uh, superhero stuff, which is mostly what I went to to the store for. Um, and you might see some of my purchases of Mom's basic collectibles in the near future. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it begat probably two, one, two, two of my all-time favorite cartoons ever. And these are cartoons that came out when I was in my uh, early twenties. Yeah, and that's the uh, Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs. I don't know. Do you have any? Do you remember watching them? I don't know if you watched them. Um, Tiny Toons a little bit, Animaniacs a little bit. I mean, I enjoyed them. I didn't. I can definitely say I didn't see all the episodes like uh, others yeah. have. But it again, it's 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 smart humor with those shows. It's, it's in, yeah, it's ingenious. Like I loved. I really enjoyed Tiny Toons, and then Animaniacs came out like one or two years after, and I just fell in love with it. I mean, I would, I would, I think it was junior or senior year. I would schedule my my classes around being able to watch animaniacs oh no kidding and, and oh yeah and batman uh animated series um freakazoid uh, uh between channel five well i guess it was fox between fox and what was then the wb networks mm -hmm. warner brothers was putting out some fantastic cartoons like i said tiny tunes animaniacs batman uh animated freakazoid his hysteria <laughs> which was like uh um uh, a history, um, like an American history cartoon. Right. It's just some great, great, great stuff going on there. And and that's all. Well, Tiny Toons is a direct link to um, to Looney Tunes, you know, because right. it was Babs and Buster Buddy, No Relation. Uh, they're all just miniature versions of the t Tiny Toons. Like instead of Yosemite Sam, they had Montana Max. Instead of Daffy Duck, they had Plucky Duck. Um, Porky, instead of Porky, it was Hampton Pig. Um, Hampton, that's funny. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost thirty years later. I just got that. Um, that's funny. <laughs> uh -huh. um, wow, I'm slow the update. Uh, yeah, and it was just uh, if and the cool thing about that is if you talk to kids in the '90s house. This '90s is coming back. 
They speak fondly of, fondly of those cartoons. But after that, and after Space Jam, I, I read that they're bringing Animaniacs back and Steven Spielberg was involved. Oh, like, really? Originally, he was a producer. Yeah. Um, they're bringing it back, so I don't know when that's coming back, and I can't wait. Um, I, I just don't... I, I don't know what's happened to the Looney Tunes, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Besides there being another Space Jam. Like, it's weird. How does Bugs and Daffy stay in... In, in the popular culture landscape, like, do kids know about them? You know, six, you know, Disney, of course, has the Disney characters walk around, and Six Flags has the Warner Brothers license. I don't know if, six, if Warner Brothers owns Six Flags or you have a partnership, but you go to a Six Flags Great Adventure or Great America, you're going to see Bugs and Daffy and them walking around, you know, people in costumes. Um, but other than that, I don't know where kids would know Looney Tunes from now. You know, I do see, let's see, when I go to Universal Studios... Is that right? I think at Universal Studios they have some Bugs Bunny stuff, but they definitely don't. They're not on the same level as what's happened with the House of Mouse. I mean, Mickey Mouse is just—he's enormous right now. Right. But again, I, I don't—I couldn't even tell you anything what Mickey Mouse has done in the last ten years. I mean, you know, the character itself. But yeah, but Bugs Bunny—it's not does not hold the same kind of a, uh, I guess, love as as when you and I were younger. You know. Yeah, I, but I, I just feel like kids still know who Bugs is. At least Bugs, at the very least, Bugs. You know. Yeah. Or they probably don't know Bugs the way we know Bugs too. Yeah, that's true too. You know, they just know Bugs as this wise, cracking rabbit that eats a carrot and says, "That's all." F-. No, that's Porky Pig. <laughs> Which is what's up, Doc? You know, but I don't think they really know Bugs Bunny like we do because he's not on TV and they don't really understand the genius behind. And maybe that's what it is, you know, without a guy like Mel Blanc and, and, the, and the old writers of back then, maybe they can't recreate that kind of magic like they did. Yeah, maybe that's it. I mean, I, I don't know, but the, but kids do know at the very least who Bugs is. He's, it's not like he's in cartoons or anything either. Right. Um, man, it's really, it's really kind of amazing. It's really amazing. And I don't even know, can you get them on Blu-ray or anything? Now I want to buy them all on Blu-ray. <laughs> you know, I do see, like, I, I have, like, a, like, a couple old DVDs. They're, like, a mixture of everything, like a little Hanna-Barbera, a little Bugs Bunny and stuff. I, I got that. I keep that in my in my camper van. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, just like a yeah, little I have, simple um, entertainment. I have the Animaniacs Complete series on DVD. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to watch the Looney Tunes stuff. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to do that. My, my daughter just turned 15. I'm going to get her watch some Bugs Bunny. Just just get her opinion on it. What you think? You know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go on Instagram, and I'm going to plead the people there. Play some Bugs Bunny, if they can, to their kids, and just see what they say. Right. Do they get the humor? Do they like right. it? And then try to get try to get a mix of age ranges, too. Yeah. A report, a report back to the nerd of me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Oh, I like this. This is a good experiment. I like this. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, <laughs> I will. I, I just, you know, I, I just want to... Uh, is there anything else you need to say about it? I'm just going to say I, I loved Looney Tunes. It's... Again, it, it, I think it's impacted my life in regards to how I interact with people and my sense of humor and all that other stuff. And... Uh, they're still watchable, you know. Getting ready for the show, I was YouTubing a bunch of episodes, just laughing my butt off. Yeah, um, I only got fond memories, man. Just, just good, yeah. good memories. I mean, like if I had to think of, you know, when you think about your childhood and you have good, good memories of your childhood, and Bugs Bunny's a mm-hmm. part of it, it's it's all good stuff. I can't think of anything yeah. bad about it. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't know if I'm making this up, but do you remember Bugs? falling in love with the rabbit that that the, the robot rabbit not the robot the, the racetrack the rabbit. yes oh yeah thing? oh yeah he yeah he does kiss that one and he gets electrocuted i think right yes yes he finally catches up to that it was like one of those it's it's, it's for the greyhound track i think yeah yeah exactly like the, it goes around the track like and the greyhound rabbit, it. you know so the so the dogs would chase the rabbit and stuff yes that's funny. <laughs> that's good stuff. Man. That is really some good stuff, man. That's just amazing. 
Who thinks of that kind of stuff? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it's a, I'm part of the amazing. It's like, who sits around? I guess the writers. But that is good stuff. Yeah. Jeez. I... Yeah. I got to tell you, man, we, we talked about it earlier, but I liked Woody Woodpecker. I actually like Chili Willie a lot on that, too. Chili like Woody Woodpecker, Willie. Like, oh, my God. I love um, Woody Woodpecker. I love the Heckle and Jekyll. Um, Tom and Jerry, I, I liked a lot, um, but nothing ever beat Looney Tunes for me. Yeah, th- that's tough to beat. It really is tough yeah. to beat. I mean, it was good times, man. Good times. Yeah. So, so, so put that uh, put that out there on the the, the uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see if we can get some of our uh, listeners to. Uh, yeah, I'm just put it on Facebook to too. It. Yeah, let's do that. There you go. And yeah. say, show your show your young child uh, some Looney Tunes cartoons, mm-hmm. and how do they react? Do they get the humor? Do they, do they like it? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. We're back. <laughs> <sighs> Anything else? No. If you're if you're listening to the show and you're not that from Looney Tunes, do the same thing. Sit your butt down in front of YouTube <laughs> and um, Google Bugs and Greyhound. Uh, Looney Tunes Witch Hazel, Bugs and Mugsy, um, Bugs and uh, Gossamer, what else? Um, uh, just some of the episodes we talked about. Uh, Bugs at the Opera with Elmer Fudd. I don't know the exact names, but if you use those keywords, you'll find what we're talking about. I hated Witch Hazel, dude. I hated her. <laughs> oh my god, she, she scared me. She gets it at the end, though, doesn't she? Dude, I don't remember, does she? She was just downright creepy. She, well, she's drawn very creepy looking. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just downright creepy, man. She's not bad. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how cool would that have been if Roger Rabbit was really based, you know, this was Bugs Bunny's life, you know? Yeah. Well, wasn't, wasn't one of the things about Roger Rabbit, isn't, don't Bugs and Mickey meet in that? Do they? Maybe at the end? I think Porky Pig... Does, uh, does the goodbye it's, part? It's two people that shouldn't meet meet, or two cartoons that shouldn't meet. One of me and I can't remember who it was in uh, Roger Rabbit. Wow, dude, I've been a Mickey? long time. Let me, let me Google Bugs and Mickey. Yeah, Roger Rabbit. Was, was Christopher Lloyd in that movie? Uh, he was. Yeah, he was the voice. He was. Yeah, he was in it, and he was the voice of the bad guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny in the same scene. No. Right. Yep. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. You know, I wonder what was that show by Spielberg that that computer generated eighties kind of thing? Uh Redder Pla- Ready Ready Player One. Oh, the movie he did recently? No, yeah, I wonder if Bugs Bunny's in there. <laughs> There's like a thousand oh, I don't know. little characters. I saw it, I can tell you. I can remember. <laughs> I know. That movie was just overload of, of things to find, you know. It was almost too right. much. Too much. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. But, all right, real quick. Is uh, Space Jam 2 with LeBron going to be good? Well, hey, did you like Space Jam 1? I mean, I liked it. I know a lot of people absolutely love Space Jam, but I, I wasn't one of those guys. And, and you know, dude, I love the basketball players in it too. Patrick Ewing, right? Michael Jordan. I was a big fan of those guys. Um, who's the uh, Who's the big redhead from? Uh, he was a net. It's not Keith Randall. Bradley or Sean? Is that name Sean Bradley? Sean Bradley. I think he was He's with the Mavericks at the time. Yeah, and Muggsy Bogues. It doesn't matter. Sean Bradley was just a big goofy like Keith Van Horn, uh, dude. I haven't heard that Keith, in such a long time. Do you remember Keith Van Horn? Yeah, he, he was, was like he was the was, net. You he know? was supposed to save the nets. Yeah, yeah. him and, and Marbury and stuff. That's, you yeah, know, I wonder, he, does Space Jam work? Does Space Jam Two work with Bugs Bunny? Does it work anymore? Bugs and LeBron? Oh yeah, it'll work. But people do people it'll understand work. Bugs Bunny like we know Bugs Bunny? You know. I think I think this Bugs is going to be more catered to this current age. Hmm. I think he'll be. I think the sense of humor would be more sophisticated. Yeah, this this is why I don't oh, think it's. Dude, just, you know, there's going to be internet and online jokes. You know what I mean? Like in YouTube or whatever right. jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I like I don't know. I mean, they definitely toned down the violence. I mean, you barely see. Well, Space Jam had a decent amount of violence. Yeah. Cartoon violence, of course. Why? Well, well, say cartoon. You know, we're talking about Bugs Bunny violence. Why are they doing Space Jam oh, too? I don't get it. Anyway. Money, honey, that's why. <laughs> Let's see. What yeah, are you glad it's LeBron? You don't want to be, uh, I don't, I don't you know, Steph Curry, so I don't, I don't watch basketball, so I don't know the good guys anymore. I don't care, dude. You know what's Let weird? Like, because nowadays track. in the NBA, they're, they're, they don't have these, uh, well, the center position's gone, right? There, there aren't these big dominant centers like they used to be. So everyone is kind of like the same, you know? Everyone's like this six seven six eight basketball player where back back then you'd have freaks like patrick ewing and and tiny guys like mugsy bogues you know it was sean bradley seven nine whatever he was you know they're, they're just freaks uh, nowadays i don't know if, if it still works i mean the nets the nets, the nets went to two championships and they couldn't win because they didn't have a center now you tell me centers aren't needed anymore <laughs> great they're not needed anymore. It's weird. Dude, I love those. Those early 2000 New Jersey Nets teams with Jason Kidd and Vince Carter were fantastic. Oh, my God. With, so much with Vince Carter? Good gracious. We went to a couple. Right? You went with me before you moved out west, I think. Yeah. We, we, went, we went to the finals what? twice against the Lakers, I no. think. Yeah, but, well, Lakers and some other. I didn't lose twice to the Lakers. Um I don't remember the West Coast teams. All I know is we went through Boston. We went through D- Detroit. Jason Kidd, dude. Jason Kidd. Kidd. No, I'm saying you and I. You and I went to a few net games, right? Yeah, we yeah. we went to uh, we went to a Timberwolves we take my game. Mom home? Was it? Uh, I, I took your. We went to a yeah yeah. We watched net, Nets Knicks. Oh yeah, we took my mom. Yeah, we took mom. Uh huh. Yeah, that was fun time. Yeah, we took a Nets Timberwolves. Yeah, we did, and, and it was funny because I remember we went to the uh, same with that stadium down in Jersey. Uh, Continental, where they played? Yeah, was it Continental Arena at Meadowlands? There were yeah. more Minnesota Timberwolves jerseys than Nets jerseys. It was it was hilarious because Kevin Garnett but was they were on good. Team. What? Yeah, but they were good. That's when Jason Kidd was playing. They were good. Uh, no, no, no I think it was before Kidd came along. Oh, uh, okay, that might have been their Coleman game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, that's funny. I remember when I went out to visit. We went to Sa- Please, Sacramento, the Kings, but they were. Yeah, we the did. King, they yeah. Were the yeah, they were the good Kings. Yeah, they were the good Kings. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey, dude, anyway. we got some, we got some thank yous. Oh, awesome! Yeah, we got. Uh, well, your buddy Star Wars Formula, Mister Jean Carlos, start up an Instagram account uh, showing pictures of. Everything that we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he did it just for us because I don't know that he he's got he's got a lot of people signing up. I don't know. It's 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 good because he is really lining up these exact shots from the different movies on how they really mirror each other. It's it's bizarre. Right, I, I mean, don't you think some of it's reaching? It's like, oh look, there's a sunset in this scene. There's a sunset in this scene. I'm like, well, it, you could say that, but when it happens, is, is the kicker there? Right, because it's it's oh. it's within seconds of you know what it was in the other movies. Oh, I think I think he might have converted you, huh? Oh no, dude, I I was sold. I was completely sold. Really? Yeah, when I was done with the show, I was like, oh damn, Lucas got something going on there. Well, let's put All it this right. way: when, when we're gonna do Phantom Menace again, I'm gonna start applying. Mm-hmm. What's Phantom Menace is supposed to mimic? Which one? Um, uh, I'm not sure. He seems Jedi. like this mimics this one and. This mimics this one in reverse, and then this one. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'd have to listen to show. All right, I'll ask John Carlos. So I'm gonna look at yeah. I'm gonna look at Phantom Menace with a different you know pair of eyes. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. And we have uh, JLD77. Her name is Jen. Very cool person. She follows us on uh, the Nerdy Podcast and a bunch of other things. Ooh, cool person. Jen. Very cool. You know, there's people you find oh. on Instagram. They they have cool pictures and stuff and this one's this jen just she's just cool <laughs> just a cool person oh okay yeah yeah, so, yeah follow cool. her she's a she's a good person we have Jersey to give her a follow mom's basement collectibles yeah talk to her you know what i'm saying hi <laughs> <laughs> do you like bugs <laughs> bugs buddy bugs buddy all right hey that was fun man that was really it was fun. a good time yeah hey good man time. man right before the show you you really like uh 
Spark something in my brain with Heckle and Jekyll. Dude, I totally forgot about those guys. And Woody Wood. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I said it to you before the shot, I, I think Heckle and Jekyll is considered racist now. And I can't remember specific episodes. I was never a great fan of Heckle and Jekyll. Um, but I remember the show being on, so I don't know. I don't remember anything specifically racist about Neither it. Do but I. You, you never hear Heckle and Jekyll anymore. Yeah. About them. Buried. Yeah. But you think, you, you know, know, do you remember? Woody Woodpecker, you, you would think he'd be like up to. Dude, he just had a movie recently. He did? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a live action movie recently. He did, he did. Right, right. I, I'll tell you what, there were those, we talked about early Daffy Duck. Those early Woody Woodpeckers, I hated because he's really crazy in those early ones. <laughs> he was. He was you know, where his beaks longer, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. have that tough. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah, his feathers were ones. different. It was a kind of yeah, stuck back. Freak. Yeah, that scared me. When, the, when one of those came out, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, he was mean. <laughs> I, love, I love Chili Willy, man. Chili Willy, oh my gosh. The one where he's eating pancakes? That's my, what's the most like? Oh, that's such an adorable character. Yeah. Oh my goodness, More Chili pancakes? Willy. Yes, please. Oh, yes, please. More that's butter. right. That's how More he butter? spoke. That's How he spoke. More pancakes? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> and then he gives him the bill. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh, dude, I got to YouTube that stuff now. Chili Willy, holy smokes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That was good. All right. Uh, so, Alan, where can they find us? Oh, geez. Everywhere. Facebook, Nerdomy Podcast. Instagram, Nerdomy. Twitter, Nerdomy Podcast. YouTube, Nerdomy Podcast. You just had an unboxing, right? Uh, yes, the Star Wars pod racing box. Yeah, you weren't too crazy and, about that one. Nah. And, and I, yeah, and I accidentally bought two of them. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Jonathan, what about your uh, your own personal Instagram account? What's up? What's up with that? Uh, Mom's basement collectibles. I'm posting pictures of items I've been storing in my mom's basement since I was a kid, starting around 1983, 84-ish. Uh, comic books, toys, um, anything superhero, mostly mostly superhero collectibles. Uh, I just been slowly bringing them up from the basement and uh, posting pictures. I just found. Um, you know what's awesome, Alan, is when, when I find things I don't remember ever having. I think I talked about how I found Amazing Spider-Man 252, which was the first black costume. Oh, yeah. No idea. I, in fact, I remember thinking as recently as like two, three years ago, I was like, you know, I'm an adult now. I should go out and buy this comic because it was something I always wanted. So somewhere along the lines, I bought this comic. <laughs> and the price and the price tag was still on it. And I was like, I, I, I mean, I got it for $8. So wow. Like, wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what I'm thinking? I think I bought it in the late '90s when remember when the bubble burst. Okay. Yeah, the bubble, the comic bubble burst. It killed a lot of com- comics, so I think you were able to get key issues for a lot cheaper. Um, I found that. I found. Um, oh man, I can't remember what I found. Just some really good stuff, like a New Mutants annual too, which I've always had, but it's for some reason it's worth a lot of money because it's the first appearance of Psylocke or okay. Betsy Braddock eventually became Psylocke. Um, just things like that. I'm just finding some really, really cool stuff. Just things. I, I mean, there's so much that I'm finding that I don't remember owning. That's awesome. And um, oh, and I think I showed you. I found Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends number one. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea how I got it. I know I didn't buy it when it came out because it came out like 1982, 1983. I had no memory of how obtaining it. <laughs> in fact I thought like did Alan buy this for me I'm like no, he probably, probably would have kept I it for himself come on yeah <laughs> so I'm like I, at some point I, I got my hands on it and I don't remember if I bought it if it was given to me but I was I impressed it. you have you posted Avengers 35, 36 and 37 or 30 uh, no I have I have have um, I have X-Men 34 and 36 35 had Spider-Man in it. That's why I didn't have it. And I had an Avengers like 64. And I have an Amazing Spider-Man. Or maybe it was Amazing Spider-Man 64 and then Avengers 35 or something. So is X-Men 34, is that your oldest comic book? I think so. One of those. Depends it's on the great year. great condition, man. Spider-Man. It's not in bad shape. You know what's funny is, I'll tell you exactly how I got them. I, I collected, um, when I was collecting as a kid, and a friend of my neighborhood I collected, you know, not collected with, but he collected also. He moved away, and then he came back like a year later, um, 
to visit and I was hanging out with him. He's like, and he's just totally into video. Games. All he wanted to do was play video games, like, you know, like the quarter machines, the arcade games. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to buy some of my comics? I'm like, well, let me see. Yeah. He says, I'm only charging a dollar each. And he had moved to like New York City. I looked in his box. He had those four old comics I got, I got for him for a dollar each. I mean, so he had no idea what he had. He was just selling stuff. Either he, either that or he didn't care. Wow. You Dude, know. it was my, uh, my cousin's birthday, right? I was, yeah. you know, he was younger than me, and I knew he read comic books. And I remember, oh, it's, it's my cousin's birthday. I need to pick up a comic book, right? So I gave him a comic book. Gave it to him. I didn't think anything about, about it, right? Years later, he says to me, remember that comic book you got me? I'm like, yeah. He goes, did you realize that was Todd McFarlane's first Marvel issue? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. It was like a Hulk or something, probably. Yeah. No, it was uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Or maybe oh, it was, it was maybe it was, McFar- yeah, it was McFarlane's first Spider-Man issue. It's two ninety-eight. I was like, yeah. I gave you that. I, what the f? Can I can I tell you what happened to my two ninety-eight? I subscribed to Amazing Spider-Man. And I was getting the mail, and, and in the in the ads, it would say, you know, free bag and board. It's nonsense. It's it's the plastic bag they mail it in, and the board was like really really super thin, so it didn't provide any protection. But I had Amazing Spider-Man two ninety-eight, and I read it. It was good or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's some weird art because it was he was just new on the book. Oh yeah. And I, I remember I was I left it I just left it like in the living room or here or there or whatever. And my, I remember my mom telling me, put it away or it's gonna go in the garbage. No. Put it away or it's gonna go. Oh. And I never put it away and it went in the garbage. And it's it's one of like I have a let me tell you, I have amazing Spider Man. Except for two ninety eight. I have from about two fifty seven, maybe even earlier. Spider Man two fifty seven always up to three seventy five. Wow. With one comic missing. Oh. 298. Oh. So is that your holy grail there? Is that what you look for sometimes? No, I, don't, I never look for it because I know it's a crazy price. But <laughs> the, the good thing, I mean, as, as valuable as 298 is, 299 is worth a lot, a decent amount. And 300, which is an obviously McFarland, and it's the first appearance of them, is worth a lot more. Oh, so really? I have still that one, yeah. All oh, right. So, anyway, yeah, so anyway, that's Mom's Basement Collective. And I like that. I like, I'm... I'm I don't know. A lot of people don't talk on, on the Instagram, at least not to me, about my comics. They'll just like it. Um, I, talk, I ask you questions. Uh, you never answer me. No, you, you never you never ask me questions. Dude, dude, read your freaking yeah. posts. I'll check. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, if you like what I'm posting, say something to me. Okay. So, yeah, I'm enjoying doing it. I, I'm going to stick. I mean, I. Sometimes you toys and statues and stuff, but I like the comics a lot. I, plus, I have more comics than <laughs> toys and other things. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see. I got uh, Dr. Indiana Jones right now. Currently, uh, Indy and uh, his dad are tied up by the fireplace. If you know that scene, you know what's coming up. And that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I can't believe, you know, doing doing this whole Indiana Jones things and stuff, right? I am shocked on how little happens in Last Crusade up to this point, right? Because I was checking the movie out where, where I'm at. In terms of what? In terms of action. action? Yeah. Okay. Like right now, after this scene, after this whole, you know, the motorcycle scene and stuff, that's almost a halfway point. And I didn't realize why. I was wondering, like, why is this going so slow? It's like, there's just a lot of dialogue in this one, you know? I mean, the, the, the last action scene that you really get, well, there's two, right? There's the very beginning of the movie with um, River Phoenix. And then the, there's a boat scene, you know, when he says, you know, I told you, don't go between the boat. That's it. Right. There's nothing right. else after that. And I was like, wow, this is this is dragon, you know? But I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm re- I'm realizing like the real chemistry between Harrison Ford and uh, Sean Connery, it's genius. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wow, I didn't realize. And you know that motorcycle scene was an add-on for Spielberg because before that wasn't in the movie, and he realized, wow, this there's there's not enough action in this action movie, and that motorcycle scene was an add-on towards the end. What about the Zeppelin? What happens That's there? Actual. Well, don't they fight? Don't they fight? Don't they fight on the Zeppelin? Well, he 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 steals a plane. I guess does he like throw a, a Nazi out the window? Or well, something? yeah, that's right before they take off. I mean, like, it, come on, as an as an action scene, this is Indiana Jones, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, if true. adventure has a name, it's Indiana Jones, and uh, it really not really much happens up until we hit the motorcycle scene, and that's dude, that's an hour, that's an hour, that's halfway into the film already. 
Wow. It's interesting. Very interesting. I'm liking it. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm just. Uh, you know, I was wondering why does why does this scene is like it's taking me like two weeks to get through? Because it feels like it. Yeah, it sounds like uh, well, as you say, it's falling on your list of uh, indie movies. Are you are you putting Kingdom Crystal Skull above it now? Yeah, come on, let's, let's be real. Come on, that's dumb. Come on. I, but but still, I did I'm tell still... you though, my my order of the movies, how I liked it, did change as I got older. That's that's fact. That is definitely fact. Mm-hmm. I love as you know, growing up, I thought Last Crusade was easily the second best movie, and and as I got older, like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's not. Maybe it's like maybe uh, you know two A and two B at this point. So oh, oh. you're A and B. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, bring it back, Paul. Right. Till next time. Martha. Peace. Peace.